Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Previously On. series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. So from Game of Thrones, Peaky Blinders, Westworld, Big Little Lies, Stranger Things, Watchmen, previously on Sky Covered. Westworld Season 2, Episode 4, The Riddle of the Sphinx. James Delos is going about his daily morning routine inside his highly stylized yet minimalist home. He goes to add milk to his tea, but struggles with shaking hands that spill the milk onto the tabletop. A mirror on a wall blinks into life, and a woman appears. She tells James he's got a visitor, and William enters. James is pleased to see him, and we understand it's been a while. William informs James the observation period is almost over, but they've got one more step of a baseline interview. James tells him to get on with it then, but Will reveals this is the interview. James's hand shakes as Will talks. He asks if James knows where he is and how long he's been there. With waning patience, James offers answers and asks the purpose of the Q&A. Fidelity answers Will. James is sceptical that afterwards they will have this exact same conversation, but Will hands him a piece of paper, and as James reads, his face is washed with dawning realisation. Out in the park, the man in black and Lawrence enter a camp. They find a workforce laying railroad tracks. The fairly usual sight takes a sudden dark turn when Man in Black notices the new tracks are being laid over the top of the bodies of captured and killed hostages. Man in Black reveals the tracks are headed in a different direction to the one he expected and believes Ford is planning a reunion for Lawrence with his family. Elsewhere, Clementine drags an unconscious Bernard to a cave, leaving him as he wakes at its entrance. He unties his legs, takes the rifle left by Clem and heads towards the opening. Inside, he finds Elsie still alive and absolutely furious. She's shackled by a metal clamp at her ankle and Bernard shoots the lock. Elsie bolts, grabs the gun and points it at him, revealing he choked her out and left her there with just a few protein bars. Bernard claims it was Ford who made him do it, then reveals the current state of chaos in the park with the hosts having gone rogue. He pleads and begins to shake, managing to convince her that he's a host himself. She's understandably shocked at the revelation and, needing to understand what's wrong with him, puts him out. In a flashback, Bernard recalls visions from the lab where drones collected DNA. A tired Bernard wakes and Elsie reveals he needs cortical fluid if he's to last much longer. She turns to leave, but he calls her back. He makes her understand that until Delos Corp gets what it needs from the park, nobody's coming to the rescue. Suddenly, Bernard remembers he's been to the cave before. 
There's a facility here, he tells Elsie. Back inside, he finds a hidden door and the pair enter a secret lab very similar to the one he and Charlotte Hale found refuge in a couple of episodes ago. Technicians lie dead inside the lab, killed in brutal fashion. A surviving drone host approaches and Elsie kills it. Bernard tells her he thinks the drones were watching the guests, then begins to malfunction. Elsie questions if Ford is controlling him now and is told Ford is dead. She begins to work quickly on the malfunctioning Bernard. At a Ghost Nation camp, we see a number of guests and Delos personnel are prisoners, including Ashley and Emily. He tells her the Ghost Nation are only killing hosts, not humans, and that a rescue operation will get her out of there. However, she reveals she's not looking to get out of there. Man in Black and Lawrence have arrived back in Lawrence's old home village. The place is deserted. They take a seat outside the local bar and a man emerges to take their order of whiskey. He returns and pours the drinks with scared, shaking hands as the pair are suddenly surrounded and outgunned. Craddock, last seen being betrayed by Dolores, then freed by Teddy at the fort, holds a shotgun to the Man in Black's neck before he can respond. Man in Black and Lawrence are led to a church where inside the pews are taken by terrified host hostages, including Lawrence's wife and daughter. Craddock demands his men are given food and ammo for their journey and asks to speak to a village elder to broker the deal. An elderly chap steps forward and is instantly gunned down by Craddock, who declares there'll be no deals at all. He orders the captives to give up their stash of weapons and supplies. Lawrence whispers to Man in Black that as soon as he gets that info, they're all dead anyway. He then tells Man in Black that the stash is in an unmarked grave and draws up a plan to fight back and escape. With the info on board, the Man in Black stands and reveals the stash location to Craddock as part of the deal. He tells Craddock he knows something and can lead him to the place called Glory. We're back in the home of James Delos. He's dancing like nobody's watching when he catches himself in a mirror and stops to observe his own face. William arrives and the pair run through the same conversation they'd had previously word for word. We cut to James's scepticism. Will hands in the paper and we see it's a script of their conversation. James is truly astounded. I take it I didn't recover, he asks. Afraid not, answers Will, who reveals it's been seven years since James Delos passed away. James excitedly tells Will to let him out into the real world again to see his wife, but hears that that's out of the question. He's told his wife's died of a stroke. He asks about his daughter and granddaughter and hears that they're fine. Will says James can't leave yet as they need further observation. James begins to glitch and Will says he'll come back tomorrow. As he leaves, we see James's home is simply a room inside a lab. Will greenlights the order to have James terminated and the room fills with flames. Back in the village of the Damned, Craddock is happy with the stash that they found, particularly the whiskey. The shaky bartender spills a little, so Craddock torments him by placing a filled shot glass on the back of the scared man's hand and having him walk. He manages it without spilling a drop, so Craddock shoots him anyway. Back with the Ghost Nation, and the captives are being led through the night. In their native language, Emily asks where they're going, and is cryptically told he will decide. They stop before a menacing-looking warrior called Akachita. Remember him from the meeting with Logan? The captives are forced to their knees, but Emily manages to slip her binds, grab a flaming torch, drop a warrior and leg it into the night. Another warrior holds a knife to Ashley's throat before he can react. Akachita whispers in his ear, You only live as long as the last person who remembers you. Back in the lab, Bernard sits up after being repaired by Elsie. She's looking at data she doesn't recognise, but Bernard says he's seen this sort of encryption before, in Peter Abernathy's head, hiding something much bigger. Bernard seems to remember being in the lab previously, but struggles to remember. Elsie notes that his memories are drifting, leaving him unsure as to where they fit in his timeline. He has another flashback of being in the lab recently, but again can't remember why. However, he does remember what the drone hosts were up to. 
Before we can explain to Elsie, a bang alerts them to a door. Bernard insists she leave it alone, but realises he's not actually there with her. He tries to remember what was being made in the lab. Behind him, or not, it's a little confusing, Elsie shoots the lock. Back to the village we go. In a scene reminiscent of a little country villages across the world, Lawrence is being beaten up by a group of men outside the local pub. Inside, Craddock talks to the man in black who says they're wasting time. Craddock reveals he and death go way back. He dances with Lawrence's wife as her teary daughter watches, but was sent back to do death's bidding. Bruised and broken, Lawrence is out in the rain and Craddock tells his wife to take him a drink, handing her a filled shot glass. The man in black remembers a scene of him running up some stairs to an overflowing bathtub filled with blood. He says Craddock doesn't know death at all as he didn't recognise him sitting from him this whole time. He leaps into action, stabbing Craddock in the neck with a broken bottle before taking out the other men with his gun. He gives Craddock a shot of nitroglycerine and hands Lawrence a rifle. Craddock is shot and explodes in spectacular fashion, finally knowing death. James Delos has a visitor to his home come lab experiment. William walks in, but is so much older he bears the face we now know better as the man in black. Who are you? asks James. When he realises it's William, he understands he didn't recover from his illness. Despite the passage of time, they relive the same conversation as always. James is told he's suffering from a cognitive plateau where after a few days his mind falls apart. This is the 149th time we've brought you back, reveals William, telling him he's now on day 35 but he's starting to fail. He says the project was a mistake as nobody's meant to live forever. James is told his daughter, Will's wife, Juliet, killed herself. James desperately calls for Logan but is told his son died from an overdose years earlier. William leaves and orders James to be kept alive to observe his degradation. Bernard and Elsie are on the other side of the door in the secret lab. They approach cautiously and enter a room littered with debris. It's James Delos's room. The technician ordered to watch the degradation is dead. James himself is blooded and battered but still active, albeit quite insane. Elsie holds a rifle at him. He approaches. She fires but misses. Bernard and James fight, with Bernard getting the better of him. They put James out of his misery by igniting the room in flames as they leave. Elsie realises what Delos Corp is really after and why they need Abernathy recovered. Bernard remembers why Ford previously sent him to the lab to print a control unit for another human, but cannot remember who. The man in black prepares to ride out again and is offered men by Lawrence. Before he leaves, Lawrence's daughter approaches man in black with a message from Ford. They might not remember, but I know who you are, William. One good deed doesn't change that. She tells him he doesn't understand the game they're playing and that if he's looking forward, he's looking in the wrong direction. The daughter returns to normal and hugs her father, Lawrence, goodbye. The group ride for the horizon, but Men in Black notices another rider approaching, a woman. It's Emily. Hi, Dad, she says. Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful. Previously on is presented by Jane East. It's a Daft Doris production. Listen, if you've enjoyed this, I would love it if you subscribed. We've got loads more shows where this came from, and we'd love you to join us for them. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.